Hi, everybody, and welcome to the, the first ever live recording of the Elite View podcast. Tiffany, hey, everybody. of course. <laughs> hey, guys, so... thanks for joining us live. <laughs> yeah, so this is going to be a live version. So if uh, you're tuning in now or you're tuning in later, just know that uh, this is going to be Tiffany at her raw no editing you'll see me as a producer looking at the screen double checking the the live chats if the live chat comes up so if i'm not looking directly at the camera uh please don't call me uh we've also got um, <laughs> got no guests today we are the guest today tiffany is the guest today because today's episode even though we've got big smiles on our face for going live for the first time ever um this is a very very serious uh episode uh, we wanted to go live because this is going to be the basically the beginning story of why Tiffany wanted to create this podcast in the first place. So about two years ago, she came to me and said, all this stuff that was going on with, um, with some things we'll talk about in a few minutes, I don't want to spoil it, but she wanted a way to get it off her chest. And I'm like, oh my gosh, a podcast would be amazing. And so we started thinking about how to do this in a podcast. Well, it took two years to get it to a point where we actually went live because of course we realized that what we wanted to, what she wanted to talk about wouldn't be a great podcast because podcasts are supposed to be episodes and episodes and years and seasons and, and all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? No, we're hoping it doesn't take that long to tell my story. Right, exactly. So <laughs> once she's done with her story, um, we realized that we didn't want that to be the end and done. So we came up with the idea of, so through her story, Tiffany has been doing a lot of healing through this. And she's been introduced to so many wonderful people. So that was it. That was the, that was the primary reason to bring out the elite few. And once again, few stands for fabulous, extraordinary world and the people that are in it that make a difference. And Tiffany has met a lot of people in the last year and a half, two years that have made a difference in her and how she can have a smile on her face now instead of <laughs> being six feet under because some of the stuff you're gonna hear and this is gonna be an introductory to why mm -hmm. she has had to go into this healing process today. Yeah. So um, once again, uh, just if you're tuning in live, you have questions, uh, we may be able to get to them, may not. Uh, we're trying to try to keep this to as close to an hour as possible. Uh, but it's going to be an introductory to uh, everything that that Tiffany has been wanting to talk about for a long time, but have been unable to due to legal reasons. So, Tiffany, um, you know, first of all, just thanks for coming on. Thanks for being so vulnerable. This is going to be a vulnerable time for you. I know. Um, I'm probably going to like have some tears at some point. Yeah. That's well, you know, the good some. news is, is, you know, just a little history about <laughs> Tiffany and I. Um, we, I am her producer for the elite few, but I'm also one of her longest friends. I've been friends with her since what freshman year in high school. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, we consider each other best friends. I know we all have multiple best friends, but we consider each other, uh, best friends. Uh, our families get along great. Uh, her son, my kids, my wife and her, we all just, we're all big one. We're, we're, it's almost like brother and it's almost like, yeah. you know, almost like it's aunt Tiffany. I mean, the kids call you. Aunt we, we do operate <laughs> like siblings yeah, in, in a lot of ways. I mean, in the sense that I think that um, it's really great because we don't have to skate around things with each other. No, not at all. No. And you know, the one thing too, is we are, we are definitely, you know, and you'd see it, you don't see some of the behind the scenes, <laughs> Tiffany and I kind of get into it a little bit. <laughs> some of our Tiffany guests I, have seen it. Yeah, Sheila was like, guests, wow, you guys argue like siblings. And we're like, right. wow, we had to explain. So, it's not our yeah, first so time. So there's been some times when uh, <laughs> Tiffany and I have difference of opinion and, and, or just, you know, you know, just focus, both of us trying to focus and everything. And, you know, Sometimes we, it's not even an opinion, like, it's just us, you know. <laughs> Right. I don't know. Green. So <laughs> let's go ahead and get into this. You know, we're still fighting. You know, we we had so the last episode that if you guys tuned in for the last episode last um uh, last week it was uh, the narcissist the narcissism episode um and she kind of sprinkled in some introductory uh, points about her ex uh, and his narcissistic ways 
and some of the things that uh, had happened throughout the marriage and throughout the years uh, that that were very damaging, very uh, abusive, uh, very uh, mentally, physically abusive. We're going to talk about that kind of stuff today. Um, you know, it's one of those things where that episode leads into this one perfect. We wanted to do it live. We wanted to have this to be a very vulnerable time in general. We didn't want this to go through any editing because I think you need to hear the story in real time. Uh, even though this is recording, you may listen to this later. At least it's being recorded in a live format. Uh, so, uh, Tiffany, uh, you know, real quick, you know, let's just let's talk about real quick about you know what you know what you wanted to do originally about coming on with the with the podcast and and how you wanted to start this this conversation. Um, well, it's really it's a really good question. Um, I feel like in the beginning, you know, there's so many, there's a series of events that happened that we really needed to like, oh my God, if we don't get this out, I'm going to lose my mind. Right. The reality of the pain and the hurt and everything that was going on, it was as if someone took my skin off and I literally felt like I was dying because I actually think I did. I mean, there anyone asked me that girl from back then, she's dead. She's dead. She does not exist anymore. Um, I I remember when I was talking to a friend of mine in January, December, and it was that I am no longer trying to get back to who I was. That's gone. Right. I I'm rebuilding myself, which we know started in January, and um, I like this person a lot better. But that rebuilding process took a lot of work. So we went through what nine months of me just basically keeping as busy as possible. I was traveling nonstop. If I wasn't in right. the air, I was down here at a party at my house. I mean, at one point at Christmas, we drove in from Ohio and I had a family Christmas event here that night for my parents were here, Javen, Denise, Amanda, like it was the family event. And it was, it was like the 27th or 20th because Southwest, whatever. But that wasn't unusual for me to have to go boom, boom, boom. That's the way I was keeping it. I would land, decorate for whatever holiday, have a surgery, have a thing. Somebody's in town. Somebody leaves, I leave. Like there was no moments where I could sit and think. And if I, then if there was, we were, I did not like that. It was, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know if it was the sitting or thinking. I think it was that I didn't, I just don't, that whole trauma, it wasn't earth shaking. So I think I sent this to you at five or six in the morning. I woke up, I couldn't sleep, of course, at three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, couldn't sleep. And I had prayed for a little while and I was trying to drift back to sleep and I was trying to decide and pull back the layers of why am I, why, why was, what's the upset part? Like, what is this something's inside that I have been peeling away, healing, forgiving, what is going on? And all of a sudden I had a memory of something that hadn't happened in 10 years from now. And it was a, a memory of what we had planned to do with grandkids with Javen at Christmas. Cause we're, I'm now getting ready for Christmas. You know, it takes me. Yeah, and when you say we're, you're talking about your ex-husband and you. The right? ex-husband and okay. Javen and right. And okay. so we were talking about how things would unfold at Christmas with grandkids. And that, that memory of what future would be literally hit me so hard because I realized he didn't steal from me. I mean, yeah, he took from me almost three decades of ridiculous life that I should have had to myself. Um, and I and I didn't have to marry him. God did tell me I didn't have to. That's a whole nother story we'll get into later. Um, and I and I regret that every moment. But the reality is that I had a whole future that I had worked for all these years for I built traditions. I'm mm -hmm. I purposely bought things when Javen was a child so that when he had grandkids, these traditions would be enacted with them. Like I laid it out. Like Javen always joked that I actually didn't want kids. I just want grandkids because I would always be like, this is for the grandkids, even when he's six. Right. Like, and I would be like doing all these things on purpose, but yeah, but when, when he was six, he was more like he was 16. So oh, right? always been older than he was. Right? My God, that kid. Oh yeah. Yeah. There was a time my brother was getting married. He was six or seven. He called Javen to tell him he was engaged. 
And he was telling me about it. And I said, Javen, your, your uncle just called to tell you he got engaged. When's the wedding? It's in two years. Yeah, that's not engaged. You let me know when it's six months away. Then we'll talk about right. it. Right. He was right. six or seven. Right. And I'm like, what the heck did I give birth to? He was... <laughs> like, so let's real quick. Cynical let's... At six years old. Right. So <laughs> let's then... back up a little bit. Let's back up to and you said that this this so you had that future yeah. thought now was that future thought empty to you like you didn't it see was him. You like didn't see, you didn't yeah, see well, your ex-husband in the picture so in the picture i i did it was an actual remembrance of me remembering us planning this right okay and i remember i'm i'm glad he's not there i'm glad none of this is happening and it's not a real future but i realized that a lot of the pain was all of those things. So, you know, remember right before COVID, we were looking for a lakefront property. Right. right. I wanted to live on the water. I wanted to live near the water at some point. Right. Not really ocean. You know, I'm more like inlet, right. lake, lake inlet. Yeah. And so I'm right. like, I want to be on, we were looking and properties were like a hundred thousand. Remember you could get like an acre for a hundred grand back then before COVID here in Florida on the water, that same property four months into COVID was 200,000. And a year ago, that same property is 380,000. Now it's 500 without right. with an acre, without a house. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not saying it's ever going to be impossible. And that's not what I'm sad about. The, the reality was we had laid out a foundation of when these things happen, we're going to do this. Right. Mm -hmm. And part of that doing it together was the idea of what I was enduring, right? Like I'm enduring this because my child doesn't know any of these things that happened as a child. He doesn't know about, you know, drug use that I had or affairs that he had. Now, wait or... a second. Was this your drug use or his drug use? Well, I, I wish I would have done more drugs. Um, to be honest <laughs> with you, I didn't. I probably right. would have helped. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, looking back, I feel like Alice in Wonderland had drugs and I haven't had them. So um, I feel like I need it. Um, I, I do have to use Xanax sometimes, but um, after I okay, found so out what, what about you're talking about this, I so, like four, yeah. Right. These are prescription drugs that you were talking about getting through troubled times. No, possibly. I'm talking about my ex's drug use. Okay. So your ex's drug use. So he yeah. actually had an, a, a drug issue. It wasn't really an addiction. It was just him always playing around, but I had to babysit okay. him 24 7. Gotcha. gotcha. And um, Javen, my, uh, my son, didn't know about any of this. Right. Yeah. Well, he didn't of know. Of course, you know, you, any, any, you don't tell of, your kids. Yeah, you don't tell your kids what's going on in your marriage, especially when they're young, you know, maybe when they're older, but, but no, you, you know, know, it's, it's one of those things. So, so when this vision, like, what is that, that vision that you had about the future? When, where does that fall into the, what you told me about the day of the boat? <laughs> I don't know. So because we can, that we can kind yeah, of back up and... that'll that'll we'll, we'll we'll go into more detail of that okay you know when we are when we're later on but it, that wasn't even applying that day that okay. that was that was done um well remember um uh, we separated in 2015 okay so we, there was separated. already some precursors to issues in the marriage oh yeah and i openly admit I have no problem admitting the stuff I've ever done. I'm just saying I don't have to hide my stuff. Um, I'm not really ashamed. We, I filed for divorce. I moved out and I saw somebody for a little while. It wasn't really a serious thing. We were just, you know, we went to school together and it wasn't a thing. Right. But, but there was I'm a not, separation. There was a divorce. There was pending. a separation. Yeah. This wasn't an yeah. affair. This was like, right. you know, whatever. This was... But the reality was he, he did, he'd slept with people that were my friends. Um, he didn't think I knew, but the irony is any of those people that ever think they were special, you're not special. Um, I always knew cause he would come back and say crap, like how trashy they were. Like, I remember this one girl, he said, you know, it's funny how skinny girls look attractive until you're up close because I'm really glad you have big boobs. And I was like, well, that's an odd thing to say. In your skin, you take really good care of your skin. You ever notice how that person has like trailer skin? 
and i was like that's like, a thing and that i was, guess i don't know yeah well it is and i i actually do comment on trailer skin a lot because it really drives me kind of gross crazy i'm like ladies please put some moisturizer you can get it at the dollar store just put it on your face it's so easy um but there is a thing where people will look like it's almost like their skin's dried out from the inside and he why is he talking about that person in that right. way that's something girls do we throw shade guys don't do that i've never once heard you throw shade well okay maybe a couple times but <laughs> but the person totally deserved it it wasn't like a girl caddy <laughs> thing <laughs> So the reality is, and then I've forgotten totally, about it. No. Right. And the reality is I knew at that moment exactly what was going on because this happens several times. Um, when I would bring it up, he would just say this answer to me. Like you realize you're accusing me of adultery. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Well, and that's, you know, that's back to the, that's back to the narcissistic way that we discussed last episode, exactly. you yes. know, where the narcissist never, no they they're they can do no wrong you know they yeah. have there's you know we you know if you haven't watched that episode yet go back where we have well, he's our not professional wrong, come right? in and, and talk about narcissistic ways and and some of the stuff that tiffany dealt with yep. you know so through that narcissistic that mental abuse you know here's you know that we well, the gaslighting about. look how long you okay. have dealt with this yep. you personally have dealt with it with me even during this program even us doing the show together, getting it started, putting it together. My financial mm -hmm. advisor has brought stuff up to me. He had me, he would say it all the time. He would tell me constantly, you will never be able to leave me and find somebody who's willing to pay for you so and have is, sex with you. He is so he is my your ex-husband, ex yeah. not your not yeah. your financial because you said your financial advisor. No, not my financial advisor. No. But you guys have both brought up that because I would say stuff like, I'm yeah. really worried about being able to support myself. And you're like, you you're you're fine. And I have a like this weird fear. And that came from that, which is why mm -hmm. we talked about the internal healing and stuff I had to go through and to recognize right. um, wait a minute, that that loop that subconscious loop and, and that um, that stuff in my brain, it's, and I was really good at manifesting stuff despite the negativity in my marriage, but that loop keeps me from moving ahead successfully the way I needed to. Because even right. though I don't believe it, there's always that doubt that pops up and you're like, ah, maybe it's a little true. And yeah, it's, it's, it's not. not. You've, you've learned over the last year, it's not true. None of the stuff that you ever put in your head were, were true. There We've, not just myself, but there's been plenty of people that have supported I, you through this process yep. and who have, have held you up uh, sometimes mm -hmm. physically, <laughs> you know, we've had people physically, fly in yep. to take care of you during, yeah. during some surgeries from car accidents that you've had yeah. in the past. I've had a lot and, of support. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You had a lot of support and yeah. people that love you and, and, and love, love your son to help get him through this, you know, and you know, and, and I'm not sure how much you want to talk about tonight about, and it is, it is, we're live. So it's yeah. 9 30 night. We're live. Know? We're here. So it's yeah. happening so, right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And this is, you know, this was a, this was a vulnerable time for both of us. We're, we're live. We're, we're kind of, we wanted to shoot off the hip with these questions and with this, with this guidance, we will get a lot more into it. There is a little bit more legality stuff that's happening. Uh, but you know, the, the main thing with this is the reason why Tiffany has the elite few is because what she went through to help her get through this she met some amazing fabulous people right F stay fabulous that's what you always say at the end yeah, of the show that's right? what i say. Yep. say at the end of this one too but there's yep. been some fabulous extraordinary people in this world that has helped tiffany and that's what we wanted to bring to light we want to interview those people we wanted to interview people that in general have helped people and that's what they help the elite few is all about these certain sessions are going to be about why Tiffany got there and why Tiffany met these people, and why, why we are seeking other people that, that help people in this world, because Tiffany was so down. I mean, were you ever, you know, did you ever think of taking yourself, taking your life through oh, all this process? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. First of all, the guilt, um, and, and, and I'm not going to go into all the, the details of what went on, but the guilt of what happened was very difficult for for me to have self-forgiveness for because even though everyone's like, oh, it wasn't your fault. It wasn't my fault, but the fact that I couldn't prevent it, I've always been somebody who's fought for women, for people without a voice, for children who's been abused. I really can't stand that. I have like a, well, and you know, I can pick up on when 
things are happening. You know, I have a lot mm -hmm. of, you know, like uh, Queen was did our did our human design, and the first thing she said is oh. how divinely connected it is. My crown is open. Oh. I can yeah. see things. So the problem was, how could I not see some of this? Well, I told you, like several people, my lash lady, uh, my facialist, they were like, you did know. And I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, October, you said this. You said, I think he slept with this girl at this thing. And I was like, oh. And that's when you're first, when you're still married, not when you're separate. Yeah, that's when we were still married. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then I was talking to the last lady. She's like, no, you flat out said to me, da 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 And I was like, like, basically, I think he's up to something. Something's going on. I don't know what he's doing. So when all that was happening, I was like, hmm, okay. I wasn't as in the dark as I thought. It's just that when it, it's hitting you and and uh, look, it all happened March 18th. We found out I kicked of him out April 7th of 2022. 20. I kicked him out April 7th. I had to graduate with my master's degree May 7th. And then the eighth was mother's day. This was in Pensacola in the panhandle. People from Florida don't go to the panhandle unless we have a really good reason. And so the reality is, I mean, I'm just saying, it's a well-known fact, we don't go to the Panhandle. So the reality is, I, I had to drive up there for that. I had to finish my degree. I did, but I had to call my teacher and say, okay, there's really no way around this. I need an extension. I am not able to finish this work this week or last week's work. And here's why. Now, she had had me in other classes, thank God, because then she knew who I was, what I was capable of, what, like, I, you know, you know what I'm saying? It gave me some mm -hmm. uh, reparability, you know, rep no, that's not the right, right. word, like credibility on my work. Credibility, like, right. She knew right. my credibility, she knew my reputation. We'll just say reputability is a new word now. It's our thing. That's my, I'm going to make a shirt. Okay. So the reality <laughs> is I'm talking to her and I knew her and she was an attorney, um, and actually this, the class we were taking was autism in the law. So I tell her what's going on and I'm having to tell her. And she said, okay, so I have news for you. This is going to get so much worse before it gets better. As a matter of fact, not only is it going to get worse before it's getting better, this will be a really long road for you. It's going to be really hard. You're going to have some really trying and difficult times and you're going to cry a lot. Mm. I was like, thanks. And she goes, no, I need you to know if you need right. more time, mm -hmm. I'm not worried about you finish this class by May 7th. I'm not. She goes, we graduate on the 7th. Everything's due on the 7th. Obviously, we're not getting it all in. She goes, so if you have to take another week or two, do it. I don't care. Well, um, it took me about three weeks. And then I don't know what happened. I sat down and boom, I like did all the work for three weeks. Of course, it was one class. I want to point out it was one class. But I did all the work for three weeks and four days. But I just like, and I, what I did was my brain was working. So I didn't stop. I just continued to barrel away at as much work as I could do because my brain was working. I could read, I could sit, I could, um, and I haven't been able to since I graduated to get back and study for my state test at all because I can't until what, what did I tell you about a few weeks ago? I was able to sit and start reading again. Right. Yeah. You were so, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing that we need people to understand is that this, the, the unpeeling of the years of abuse and mental torment and gaslighting and doubting that who she is and who she knows she is and always being suppressed that, that yeah. her ex would do to her, uh, you know, and that's, that's, that's just me telling your words, you yeah. know, that, that through this process, now we're at, we're closing in on, I mean, we're two and a half years from when all this originally went down. Well, it's about, it's, it, it's coming up on two years. So we're just shy of two years. Just shy so yeah, okay. yeah, we're, we're coming up way, on it. We're rounding this long. 18, 18, and you've done a lot years. of stuff to heal yourself. A lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Not only it's, physically, but mentally, subconsciously. That I stuff had, that has reached back. I had all the physical problems marriage. that right. were that were dealing with my lungs, which we know I was dealing with lung issues for so long. But when you look back at Hashimoto's and different issues that I have, um, that's all connected to um, really, really. And 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 Queen would substantiate what mm -hmm. I'm saying. There's a lot of psychological connections to those autoimmune disorders. Now I have, my symptoms have gotten way better. Like I can do all sorts of stuff that I couldn't do before. Right. And right. I've been physically working at it. I went to right. extremely expensive specialists. I did some surgeries like the sinus ones. 
that mm -hmm. caused me to be able to breathe better, um, not get as many sinus infections. Cause remember I was getting like sinus infections three to four times a year. That's not happening anymore. So there was, I was in the hospital with hyperinflated lungs. Remember that all the time. That's not mm -hmm. happening. I mean, right. I just had COVID and Kyle was, I mean, I wasn't fine, but I was here at the house. I didn't have to well, go to the hospital. the last time you had COVID, you were in the hospital. I was in the hospital. Then I was in an oxygen like, room for three months and they were on right. putting me on steroids then for like, what was it? Seven months. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, it was, I swelled up the swelling mm -hmm. alone from the steroids was like, I was a stuffed pig. Mm -hmm. And I, remember when the swelling started coming down from that people thought I lost like a ton of weight and it was just the, the swelling you know and even right. now well because I've been on steroids for the um you know since I got back um you know because I was sick so since what I've been on steroids what since the 11th so basically or 12 so basically I'm having a little swelling but it, it's gonna it'll go down pretty fast I'm not worried Plus, you know, with the lymphatic massages and stuff that I have to do, it's, I'm not worried about it. Right. But the reality right. is um, that that stuff isn't as worrying to me. Like, I remember when Tiona said to me immediately afterwards, she's like, you know, you're going to continue to attract some type of people until you fix it. And I said, I do know. And that's why. Uh, what Attract what kind of people? I can, you kind of The there. same type of people. Like, same basically, okay. all, all people end up attracting the same type of people until you change you basically you can't change your life until you change you taylor swift is right you're the problem so if you <laughs> are going you are and and, and you're you have really and good, i know really it good concert by the way really good concert <laughs> friday night it was awesome and, <laughs> and i i literally can tell you um <clears throat> I knew she was right. I'm a, my undergrads in psychology and organizational business management. And I also have, which is a full psychology degree plus extra classes in business management right. or in business analysm. So it's not like, but it's no, cut you up. were, but, but, but didn't he tell you that you would never be successful in that? You would never, oh, yeah. why, why oh, would yeah. you want to go back to school? Oh, like, no. He actually said to me, it's kind of a waste of money for us to send you back to school instead of me. <laughs> because he was, he was intelligent yeah. and I was not. Yes, he was. An, he was an actual certified genius, and I'm just whatever. And that I was like all to point part out, of the, the narcissistic way. Well, I would like to point out I graduated from Rollins College, one of the top number one colleges in the South for liberal arts, and I graduated magna cum laude, and I had five <laughs> awards, including a dean award and a public service award. I got a I ton remember of awards. you facetiming me with your uh, your gown on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I graduated, and you you watched me graduate. On on yep. the video, so did uh, yep. Angela Ryder or a bunch in. of other people with yeah. my masters. It was yeah, we tuned in. Um, and that was Jamie, right after the the ball dropped. That was right. Well, it after was, the and you had just thing. left because you guys left. I think like what yeah. the third, and then I went to yeah, we Pensacola. Were, we were down like, there for the cheerleading. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So we had a whole line of things, and it might, I was always getting nails in my tire. But you know what? He would put nails in my tire when we were married. So anyway, I'm talking to Tiona about it, and what? she's saying. Oh yeah! Cars. Oh, he sabotage well, his own. His own he material. would sabotage them because he wanted to prove that. Like, so we, we I went out on a girls' thing in Tampa with one of my best friends that I've known since I was eight years old, and mm -hmm. her, um, the three of us girls got together and we were eating at some place there, and he um goes to show up, and I said, "What are you doing?" He goes, oh God, I was so confused. He goes, you know, I couldn't remember if you said it was a girls' thing or I was supposed to come. He drove from Orlando. He knew we had talked that morning. That morning, he absolutely knew there was no confusion. He's checking up on you. He wasn't checking up. He was. He can't handle. He like hated being left out. Like he took it so personally offended. He knew I was with her, but he just he just couldn't believe he couldn't be involved. And he's like, you know, um, I was always hanging out with the girls before we were married. I don't understand why I can't go. I'm like, because it's a girls' thing. I don't go to your guy stuff, like. I don't want to be there. I actually right. didn't like the people he hang around with. Um, I always complained. He hung around with people who had a very low vibrational um, level. They were very mm. low vibrational. And I always tell people this, and I say this with my affirmations and manifestation stuff. If you want to um, continue to move forward in your life, don't hang around low vibrational people. If they are not a value add, don't hang around with them. If oh, they're value yeah, takeaway, yeah. why are you like, what are they doing to be productive in their life? How are they moving forward? Are they benefiting right. people? Because if you're on well, this it's planet, all about that. It all flashed back to the you're you're as successful as the people you surround yourself with. 
Yeah. If you're if you surround yourself with like-minded people, you're going to be successful because there's nobody squashing your dreams. I I think he didn't like to. He always felt comfortable around low-level people. I think it's because he felt better than them. Oh, and yeah. I think he so always the, again, knew. That's a narcissistic way. Yeah, and I think he you know, always I learned a lot was... last week when we did Tiona's show. Yeah. I learned a lot about narcissism because because even in, if you go back and listen to that show, there was there was discussion about you know people being confident is that narcissism and it's not yeah you know and it, you know, it's that's not. the thing it's it's not that it just just asking the fact that hey listen you know because because someone is so confident does that mean that they have these tendencies and just well, someone asking it's your that insecurity means, no. that really pushes it off and tuna didn't have a chance to get into that but we're going to on yeah, her next show to, right? yeah and we yeah, have somebody have a lot more talking shows, about I mean, deviant behavior yeah. And um, we have a specialist who's been working in deviant behavior for years, and mm -hmm. she manages some clinics, and she's got um, a, a mental health degree and specializes in deviant behavior, right. and she does an amazing job. Yeah. She's going to be on. Remember, people, the people we're bringing on, we're not bringing on just people that have an opinion. We're bringing <laughs> on people right. that have that have studied it and have that's that, right that have dedicated their life to the things that they're talking yeah. about. So, so and of I course, and you know, I. I verify them. I either personally right. know them and know oh, their yeah. track history, right. or, or I know that somebody else does. Yeah. yeah. No one but ever I'm... comes on our show and has just the first time we've met them and they come on. We've vetted them. We've talked about it. We want to see what they can bring to our our show and bring to the the viewers of the show and benefit and everything. So, real quick, what what else do you want to talk? What are you what are you able to tell more about your your past two years with your um, ex-husband or are I we mean, still are we still in that realm of needing to wait another 30 days or you know the legality stuff like i don't, what are I don't you really know say? when we'll i don't know when we'll get into that actually okay. but i do know that um the reality was i couldn't do a lot my son wasn't aware of what was happening in our home and, right. and the reality was and, I, I was wasn't it when you came back after the first separation, wasn't it because you had a an eerie feeling about protecting your son? There were some stance. There were some talk about. I, well, I'm not going to get into some of that. There was it was bigger than that, and I had um okay. some confirmations on it, and it there were just some stuff, and, and I and, and also he he was in college, and he didn't know any of the things so there there's Your a lot to that college, right? yeah. yeah and and okay. i and i didn't want to there was there was so much right. to that it's so much deeper but the reality was um yeah i mean it, it has made it hard for me to consider um i mean i i would i don't know i mean i think that's a lot there there a lot went on there we'll we'll get in i'm sure okay. there'll be a time i like i said i don't i'm not trying to pull stuff out of you you're not allowed to say yet or <laughs> things that you're because there is some you know you are you know i mean you what we call it your legal team right <laughs> i mean you've got you've got the oh divorce God. legal stuff you've got the you've got you know the i should sue him just multiple, for that. yeah you've got multiple people you know pressing charges against him you know so and it's so fun it's a lot and i mean there is some stuff that is <laughs> there is some stuff that is public knowledge you know that already are public knowledge oh yeah you know, i mean there's so stuff people can look up if they, they wanted to yeah. i mean yeah. i i think um any woman who just believes some guy's story and i and i always say this to people they tell me or i'm talking to them somewhere like i'm not dating i don't go out on dates but you know when you're out you talk to people right, right. and they're like, oh, so my question's always, oh, how did you, what, what did you get a divorce for? And then they'll tell you. And um, I always <laughs> like say, we, yeah. what would your wife say the reason is? What would your ex-wife say? Right. And they're like, what? Now, here's the deal. When you ask that question, I have a series of questions I ask. I will, I will put them up when I do my thing. We'll, we'll put them up on a page. People can ask them themselves. They're a great series of questions. It's not so much that they're answering it truthfully. It's how they answer that lets you know who they really are. So for example, I asked somebody that once, what would your ex say is the reason that you broke up? What is that? And then they would tell me an answer. This one person said, well, they would tell you this. I was detached. I wasn't present. I was blah, blah, blah. They gave me a whole list of things. So I thought that was very honest. And I said, what could you have done differently? 
right now looking back to change that situation. When a man answers those questions, be careful how they answer it. Because if they're too quick and it rolls off their tongue, this isn't their first day. If it's too polished and too pretty, there's a problem. But also try to see where it's real. Well, I know what could have went wrong. I mean, I do believe it was ridiculous that she did this or that, but I'm guilty too for these things. You know, like, and and the reality is you don't know inside of a situation how bad it's going to unfold. I I actually had no clue how deep this rabbit hole went. And so when this whole process, let's say, look how much I found out in the last three months. Right. And well, some of the crazy right. stuff we can't talk about right now. But right. I'm like, oh, my word. And how, God, like to the yeah. point that, and I can't tell you how many women, like it's not one, it's like all of them, all the women have asked me immediately, how did you not kill him? I mm. left. I went to Ohio, remember? Yeah. I yep. left. I left immediately because if I had stayed, I knew it wasn't going to be a good situation. And um, and and I, I really had to really use a lot of emotional intelligence on this one. It was um, it was intense. The, the reality is, you know, it, it's been a lot. It's been a long year. It's been a long two two years. I will tell you that I'm shocked at some of the things I found out. Found out some things recently that I was like, huh knew it i guess and i did know it but i just didn't want to admit it um the reality is when i found a lot of this shit out recently <laughs> the first thing i said was and i even told you i yep. i can't even be mad anymore right it's because i think because <laughs> you've come so far and you have you have closed some doors you know even yes. though the reason why we want to start this podcast is so you can get it off your chest and knowing that we couldn't start this podcast to tell the, the tunnel of lies, if you've looked at the, the title of this episode, you know, the tunnel of lies is what we're going to be calling it because that's exactly what this marriage was, right? Was that's what mm -hmm. you and I settled on when we came up with that, I, with that concept yeah. is that yeah. it was a complete, complete tunnel and tunnels are long, right? Marriages are yep. long and it was yep. a complete tunnel of lies that were just over and over and over again. And through yeah. the healing that you've done for yourself and what you knew you had to do to find who you really are so that, you know, we all know who you are, the people that right, know you exactly. know who you are, but there was so much, there was so much of a, a mental beat down uh, of, of your self from him. By November, was, by November, if, if I had thought Javen could live on his own, I probably would have done something. This was horrible. November of last year, right? Yeah. 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 But that was gone by December. I mean, that, you know, Javen's friend the week came to stay with me and I had to be a mom again. And right. I had to jump back into it like that. And uh, his family ended up coming to stay too. And that was a really good turning point. I think it really, and it was Christmas. We had to go through all the Christmas stuff. Um, and Luke and I got along really well. It was like having a new kid in the house. It was like, I could mom, I did all of it, set him up with the stuff with college, took him there, did all of those things. And it kind of just um, pumped some life back into me, right? And I had to do things like be present at the house, make dinner. Um, supply things for him because you know like you can't just live in separate rooms right like i made it a home and so he was here and it was it he got here and i don't i, don't, I can't remember when his family came but um and his mom oh, and i are friends your, this is your son's friend yeah his yeah. friend's friend yeah. his friend so they came and and her and i are a friend she called said can you come stay us of course he can obviously don't worry about it I, I got this and it was actually probably like the best thing and she told me later she had prayed about it because she had a couple options on where to put him and god said no he needs to go to tiffany's and i said yeah that doesn't surprise me i was going through some i mean stuff. not not knowing what you needed at that time you needed to keep your mind on some other project person I'm not yeah. saying that he was a project i'm not saying that <laughs> but some other thing that kept you away from just the spiral that you were you could have gone down and then well, the spiral of negativity yeah and it gave me an extra person to buy for for christmas which you know actually does help me and so you know it just mm -hmm. actually like generated all of that stuff so by january um i don't know there was just a day where i woke up and i realized no one's gonna pull me up i gotta do this myself 
I need yep. to stand up. Hence, and hence I, the name I kept of this waiting. episode is Phoenix Rising, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, boy, have you I, uh, I I went through quite a bit through that. And um, and it, it, it was it was a lot. That January was a huge change. We made all, a lot of series of steps. I started ex- um, healing in like great ways. Mm-hmm. I went to this lady who does like cranial. Oh, I looked it up earlier, so I know the name. It's it's cranial something healing. And you and I have talked about having her on the show. My friend Leslie was working there, and she had done something on her page about these healing things, which I actually use these little uh, sticky things after my surgeries mm-hmm. and they help you heal faster. And I do mm-hmm. heal very fast. They really work great. I love them because I don't heal well with my autoimmune issues, but because I do this series of things, I do the IVs. I do certain injections. The I do the protein. He- yep, yep. And I do lymphatic um, massages. I do, do those little therapy. Yep. tabby things. I do. Yeah. I do all of it. So because of it. And one of the other things is, um, uh, cryo, different kinds of cryotherapy with cold stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, it, for sure. It moves the blood, like um. So it moves oh, the blood. A, there's so many benefits. We can't wait to have somebody who who can knows do it. Everything yeah. there is about cryotherapy. There's so many benefits to cryotherapy. I'm gonna have Kelly on talking about it. We were just talking about it yesterday. Yeah. I had to go in for some. Um, we did like a whole thing of injections, like N- NAD and um, glutathione and uh, was it vitamin C, vitamin B. Um, something and those, um, even though I had got an IV the other day, because I was sick, I needed some injections to get through whatever I I was not that I was worn down, but I didn't want to get worn down. Right. We have a lot going on. This is a huge week. I'm rebuilding a couple of things. I have some other stuff coming up. I am downing like the information I need on this. I've been talking to people left and right about promoting stuff. It's like crazy. And, um, I'm still worn out. Like, I'm kind of like, I woke up, okay, I'm not sick today. And then it just hit the ground running and I booked all my appointments in a day. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God. So the next day I woke up, like a train hit me. But I feel, I feel like um, last year was, I did the, all those different therapies. They didn't really helped me heal faster, but they, uh, I started coaching too. I've had five, I think I've had seven coaches. If you count my hypnotherapist as a coach, and then I've had seven. Yeah. I actually think he does count, quite frankly, because we don't just do the hypnotherapy. We go in and we talk. I mean, the one day I think we talked for like an hour before we started, but um, we are mm. on the same page with a lot of stuff. And he's mm. very, um, you know, spiritually in tune to, and yeah. he's Christian. Well, I know and... that you've, you've called me a couple of times after sessions and you're just yep. like, oh my gosh, there a huge discovery today. And, and, you yeah. know, stuff that you had either one pushed down yeah. or subconsciously didn't didn't recognize mm-hmm. during this process that helped you understand why you were the way you were the last year or so negative thoughts <laughs> other things like that um that that they opened up through that and we're going to have hypnotherapist on and people that do this and, yeah and actually queen yeah. is also not just queen uh, talked about queen. it too but we are going to have, have one episode on. on with queen already you can both go back and look at hers it's yeah. human design but she also does hypnotherapy which we've got another show coming up with her on it so we've got some amazing guests well that, i i think her you. i think we did the hypnotherapy one already and she's her human design her human design one hasn't shown up yet i think that's what it is right we no. we did hypnotherapy. Yes, you're right. You're right. Hypno. Yeah. yeah. Human design hasn't shown up. You're right. Yeah, but she um no she's she's it, she she was awesome and um Queen and I hit it off right away too and I really liked yeah. her and um we have a feng shui lady coming on that I really mm. love because she's I don't specifically... want her to see my office. <laughs> <laughs> when my you office do, looks it's nice so and neat crazy. Because I've got a green screen. <laughs> well, here's the thing was ironic to me she's like first of all this isn't a book that you can just read and go here's how i feng shui my house she goes no 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 it's individual to the person how they decorate how they are it's not like put a bamboo plant in your house that doesn't she goes that's not how it and she was so smart about it and so she was saying so she looked at some pictures of me i took some pictures and she was telling me some stuff she goes "You, you don't like tradition she goes you like to stay on the edge you're very bold you're confident you're creative she goes you are definitely independent you like to stay in charge she goes but you are really not afraid of humbling yourself to be a team player she like was this is from looking at my room 
Right. And I was like, that's scary. She goes, but you're unstable. I said, what? She goes, emotionally right now, I feel like yeah. maybe you're not letting people in. And I she, said, oh. And, oh, really? You think so? Huh, that's so and weird. she didn't know any of this other stuff. I don't know. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you're getting better. Yeah. I know you're getting better. I can see it in your face. I can hey, see I it think letting, your... we, you and I talked about that. I'm, I'm not, um, I'm not very approachable for letting people in. If somebody was going to get under the wire, well, first of all, if I spend any five minutes with someone, they have an energy level that I accept. I mean, right. if I spend five minutes with you at all, you have an energy level I can set. If I continue to speak with you and we have continued to talk about anything, it's because your energy level and your potential and what you are capable of is up here. Because if mm. it's not, I'm not... I'm not doing that. And, you know, that's a, like, I'm not going to continue to hang out with you, talk to you, go to a movie with you. I mean, this, this accounts with girlfriends too. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Anybody. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, the people I keep in Inter my life. Yeah. I right. call them energy so, suckers. You don't want them around you. <laughs> it's not even not an energy sucker. It's just, I, you have to be a high vibrational person. Mm -hmm. Even if they, you don't know you are. I know you are, or I wouldn't right. be talking to you, but no, right. I'm not approaching. If I was to be, if something was going to happen and I could, somebody would fall under that wire. It would be because my guard was down for some reason. Um, but my guard's pretty high up. So that's not actually happening. My guard's pretty high, but if that guard is down, um, and that happened, it doesn't negate the energy level rule. Does that make sense? Right. Right. Like I, right. I wouldn't have continued to talk to somebody that didn't have that high vibrational level, that potential. I didn't see, um, if I can't see that you are matter in some way and that you're going to produce something, I'm not going to, I, I don't break that rule so, anymore. I, I, I was going to say, like, how I, often did you break it when you were with your ex every day? All the time. No, I broke back then. I broke it. First of all, back then <laughs> I was empathetic. That man is not a high energy person or a no, high vibrational here's, person. Here's what's interesting. And, and you and I just talked about this before the show earlier tonight. And I said, I wanted to bring this up. So this is perfect. Empathy is not. People are like, oh, you got to be compassionate because what people go through in their child. No, no, no. Being compassionate about what people go through as a child means you care about them and you help them heal. That's what that means. It doesn't mean you allow yourself and your child to be abused. And if that's what you're doing, you now suck. And you're repeating the cycle and you're causing it to continue and you're actually endangering your kid mentally and psychologically. So I, um, I think you know I'm extremely... Um, what do you call that unforgiving for people who hurt kids? Mm -hmm. And if you are mm -hmm. someone in a relationship and I'm going to say this publicly because we're live and this will be on our YouTube channel forever. If you, you know, your kid is being abused by a family member, whether it's your father or an uncle or your husband or um, your the father of the kids and you aren't doing anything, God help you because I hope everything in the universe comes after you and destroys you because number one, you are literally ruining that child because I don't know what you're getting out of it. A relationship, you piece of crap. I, I did guardian of and work for three years and the amount of people that would stay in relationships with men who sexually abuse their kids was unacceptable. For Oh, and I don't care, by the way, Kyle, that they went through it as, oh, these women went through, I don't care. Once you're an adult, you don't get to use that excuse. Once you're an adult, especially when you're what, 30, 29, 30, you now lose the right to go, well, here's what happened. No, I'm sorry. I was abused as a kid. Did I abuse my kid? No, I didn't. That's right. Because I'm a damn adult. You know, I mean, the fact is you and I both know people that went through stuff as kids and they didn't choose to abuse their kids. Right. right. Because it's a freaking choice. And guess what? If you can't make it a choice, guess what you do, Kyle? You get freaking help or you tell a family right. member, I'm not actually good enough to take care of this child because I actually care about them more and I want to help them. So can you help them until I can get help? Right. And um, you get help. There's, there's, AA, there's whatever, whatever your problem is. But I'm such a believer in you fix your shit, fix your stuff. What is wrong with you? Let's fix it. Fix it. Right. Let's fix it.
And I am a believer in it because I am not perfect. I make a lot of mistakes. I am completely, I would, I went through 18 months of a complete mess. I, I was a complete mess, but I pulled myself up because I had to, and I refused to lay down and die, but right. I don't tolerate <clears throat> that i don't tolerate that at all and i don't like the fact that women stay in relationships and they say it all the time and i did that when i dated back then in the 80s and 90s here's what i think though too we didn't know about the stuff we know about today yeah we didn't know about narcissism know about. right but right. what we would do is we'd make excuses for them well they're acting like this because of this they're acting like this he has so much potential because he was really smart and intelligent and he worked hard so i mm -hmm. knew all i had to do was put him on a path and he could make something of himself except for one thing i it was like pushing a boulder up uphill for 28 years mm. he didn't believe in mm -hmm. anything he's empty completely to the core he wants and desires nothing and i'd always ask him what do you want let's make a path for you i i do this in my own life kyle You've watched me do it over the last year. What do I want? I couldn't answer the question, but I, I was doing it for myself, right? Mm -hmm. So the stuff I say to people isn't just blank. Wouldn't you agree? Like I oh, apply yeah, it to totally. my life. Right. Yeah. And I think I'm just as critical of myself, if not more than I am of other people. But I, I don't um, I don't tolerate abuse of kids and allowing it to happen. Right, right. And that's one yeah. thing I think that that one reason when why you stayed in the marriage excuse. as long as yeah i remember a long time ago we were walking through disney springs and it was just you and me talking yeah and there was something wrong and i knew it and i'm like what's going on tiff and you're like i can't talk about it and i'm like are you getting a divorce and because that's the one thing you go to right away right right feeling then the kids were little like, back then this and, was a yeah, long were, time this ago is, this was a long time ago they were little carter I mean, camden was, were little javen was yeah, little yeah i was going through my own process of problems you know and we we worked things through and I'm like, well, are you going to be able to work through this? And she's, and you said, I'm working through this for Javen. I'm working through this for my son. I had and, to because he didn't yeah. know there was anything so that else was, going on. Plus, so, remember, if I left, he would have him fifty percent right. of the time and unchecked. Right. And, one and unchecked. one thing I could do is he would listen to reason. When I was like, you can't treat him like that. You can't speak to him like that. You can't do. Like he would listen to those things because he Cause knew he needed the, to be a be good times dad. Would there be that he would? Would there be times that he would do? his narcissistic and abusive mental stuff on him, but you caught him um, and got him so straightened he, he, around. There like, was lots of times I, I didn't catch him. I mean, he did it a lot, but okay. his thing is being his, his um, MO, his major MO is feeling sorry for himself. Like I want everyone to feel sorry for me. I want everyone to feel sorry for me. Right. So when we went through this whole thing and I had to talk to him about Javen one day and how his, he's a different age. He was in, God, what is it, Kyle? You remember when they go from junior high, from what is it, fifth grade to sixth grade, or sixth grade mm -hmm. to seventh grade at that yeah, age? Depending on what, depending on where, what okay. their school district does, right? You, you have elementary, but I mean mentally, high. psychologically, they're they're mm -hmm. completely different person from the end of that year to the beginning of that next mm -hmm. year. Yeah, yeah. And you have to approach them differently. You cannot treat them like an elementary kid. Um, you can't do this. They they expect more respect. And if you don't give it to them, they're not going to listen to you. So right. I had to explain this to him in great detail. He listened and he changed the way he was approaching him. It took like a week of talking, but you know, I'm not subtle. <laughs> <laughs> really? And I'm not quiet. Back then I had less... Um, I had less ability to go, okay, here's what I want to see accomplished. Now I can do it very well. I couldn't do it back then. And so um, he did listen and he changed his tactics. So the reality was I was right. Like I knew being there allowed this. And if I was there, he wasn't doing all these horrible bad habits. And at least if he was, he was keeping them secret. Or which was he doing them with you only? Well, I, I didn't do drugs. What? No, not drugs. Just, oh. no, not drugs, but like the bad habits of the way he, he would treat Oh, you. treating me. Would... Yeah. Talking to me abusively, yeah. saying things, being abusive. Yeah. yeah. All of those things. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, doing that with me only. Right. But I mean, right. like okay. he was, I could, I could keep at bay all his other problems. He didn't mm -hmm. bring them to the house. Gotcha. And if he did, it wasn't anything, you know? Um, so I think that was probably the biggest thing really mm -hmm. i think that was like the biggest one um right. 
I mean, but yeah, so I mean, yeah, I think, I think she was right on that thing. I am kind of closed off. I'm careful about, Mm. I don't, I don't want to say I'm careful because I'm not actually doing anything, (laughs) but the reality is, (laughs) no, I'm not doing anything. I think, I think, you know, I think, but I, I have, I I make my choices. If if I'm going to make my choices in a hypothetical situation, if I was going to make my choice and these things were going to happen, it would be because, um, I could see something and the things I can see um, are something good. And I'm very particular about that. I don't. Um, and I, I know uh, Tiona and I had talked about this. Um, I don't play around with that stuff. And if I don't have like these series of signs that happen and pop up, I'm not going to do that. And right. I will say this. I do know I am more compassionate passionate towards things that i know like okay i see this thing i see all this good stuff right but you know i can see people's past traumas too so when i see it i'm a little more compassionate to a behavior trait so if i'm having a conversation or i'm hanging out with somebody i'm going to be more compassionate now knowing because of my education my history dealing with people in therapy situations dealing with rehabilitation stuff I'm a little bit more compassionate to go, okay, hold on. This person's reacting because of this. I'm going to not let it ruffle my feathers, but I'm going to continue to talk with them and um, do whatever. And that matters with anything. Like I have friends in their their 60s that I'm talking to right now that are going through their own trauma. And I have to apply those same those same principles. And I will say, so being compassionate, I just want to point out, I said that earlier, being compassionate isn't um, a bad thing. You just got to make sure it doesn't affect you. The damage mm-hmm. isn't getting done to you. You you have some boundaries. I, I don't think right. I would ever allow abuse again. I'll be honest with you. Right. Well, of course not. <clears throat> you've, you've come so far and you've learned so much and you would see it coming from a mile away and you would, you I would know, hope squash so. anything. Yeah, you, know, you would squash <laughs> anything. I mean, even, even times when you and I have certain toxic things that I do enjoy, I'm sure that well, I would but, just let go. But, but I mean, the thing is, is even you and I, and some of the differences we have as, uh, you know, as, you know, essentially brothers and sisters, yeah. if, if I say something, which I'm not perfect, you know, just like Tiffany said, we're not perfect people. There's times, there's times I say stuff that's just darn right mean to you. Right. And, and you yeah, go, but wait, you admit whoa. It. well, I, I don't just admit it. I back up really, but, but mm-hmm. more so than that, you, you go, Hey, not right, Kyle. And I wasn't able to do that. I wasn't even able to do that a year ago. And I'm not, see, it was just a test. I'm just testing to make sure that you've got your shit together, right? No. (laughs) But I I like that you said that because it is a new boundary line I wasn't able to do. Yeah. Yeah. I literally, before before the coaching and the hypnotherapy, I couldn't do that. I couldn't say, hey, I'm not allowing this trait in my life now. Yeah. I feel that it, I, I did talk to my hypnotherapist recently. I said, I feel like maybe I'm too direct. And he goes, yeah, I don't, I don't want to fix that. He goes, I don't think you are. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, I think you've always been a direct person. It's just now, you know what you're saying and you're not backing right. down, which yeah, I, I would agree with that. Right. Yeah. I mean, Tiona heard me on the phone with the Lexus people when they messed up something yeah. in my car and she <laughs> oh was like, God. wow. And I was like, was it bad? Was it bad? She goes, no. <laughs> No, yeah. you said exactly what it was, but you didn't back down. And I'm like, wow, right. that's really well, dangerous. Well, so many people, so many people, you know, a woman in in that world, you know, they don't know what they're talking about. You know, just like we talked about on that one show we had earlier with one of our guests, it was it was the medical one, and the husband could come in and say something, and they're like, oh, and yeah. they listen to him, and the oh, you know, the 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 woman, and that's yeah. bullshit. You know, that's like these women these days and and we've talked about this on our show and this isn't a man hating show that's one reason no, why you know it's not a man hating show but on the other hand it's, <laughs> it's also an it's it's also a, a woman liberating show it's both it's mm-hmm. it's a woman liberating show and it's not a man hating show it's no it's about it's about women and men both being because there's men out there that are being abused too and there's yeah. there's you know it's no, there about are. yeah both both of us who are willing to 
be who we are and be okay with it and say what we need to say and as long as we're not men are less people. likely to want to get help um oh yeah for sure the the thing and, is i i do know the steps to do for lots of stuff if i had known two years ago to do this my life would be so different oh yeah right right now but I that mean, was my being word. squashed so often i mean oh when i when i even did the cranial the therapy immediately it yeah. pulls out this trauma that was like physically painful when I did the one therapy, like emotionally inside painful. Yeah. And I was like, what is that? And she goes, that's whatever childhood trauma. And so I went into hypnotherapy. He goes, which area was this? It was liver. He goes, that's childhood trauma. That's what my mm -hmm. hypnotherapist said. He goes, she was pulling out trauma. I was like, and it was mm -hmm. deep rooted to the point where I remember she's like, you need to let go. And I was like, oh, like I was the one holding on. Does that make sense? Yeah. During yeah. that therapy session. Oh, yeah. We're gonna yeah. have her on the show too. But she um that was um that was crazy. I I do think there is a problem with women. I I so for some reason, I which I think you will think is funny, people can seem to be intimidated by me. And I find that funny since I am the most sympathetic sweet person and I give up and I give in too easy. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, let me just make everything better. I'm just going to fix whatever your hurts are. But, but there must be, there's something about me that seems a little bit, I don't know, but I've heard it a lot. <laughs> well, and that's, that's okay because you're, you know, that can be construed as someone who is you're a confident person in yourself and you're a confident woman. And that could be their insecurities about being around confident women, you know, and, and, you know, that's, that's, that's yeah. on them. That's not your fault. Right. So, well, real quick, yeah. we're right here. We're, we're real close to, you know, we're, we're at an hour right now. I know we want to yeah. make sure that this is a, a, not a digestible a too episode. Yeah. How, what do you want to do to wrap this up in the next couple of minutes? You know, um, um, how do you want to wrap this up? Because I don't know. Of course, um, this was that. I, I hope you feel that you've got some stuff out that you wanted to get out. Um, I think we covered a lot of stuff, and I think, don't you? Yeah. I Here's what I think. I think. Um, I think I do know that. Uh, like one of the things we Tiana and I had just talked about, and I think I brought this up earlier. Uh, a lot of times people tend to think that when you are a, a woman who's successful and you're an adult and you have your own independence, that there's not anything you need. And I think that's funny. Her and I were both mm -hmm. laughing about that because mm -hmm. you don't think that Jen doesn't need something. You're married to her. You're not like, oh God, there's nothing I have to offer my wife. I mean, you don't think that because you've been with her from the beginning. But my point is like a any kind of situation should be more, it shouldn't be about the things. And I think that's the point too. Most of the women I know at my age that are independent and successful and have come through so much, so much trauma, difficulty in areas and have stayed independent and they're choosy for a reason. It doesn't mean that that you can't have something to offer. It just means it has to be a more than somebody saying, hey, I'm going to get you a nice dinner, a bag and some roses. Well, right. I can buy my own roses. I um, have my own <laughs> bags you probably can't afford. And I take myself to dinner all the time to nice places. So why were, those things are, are fake. Those things are like just that's not a real right. thing i don't know i mean does that make sense like what do you think what do you think it, it's more than that it's not even just the talking or the love or the relationship because that's not always the case either i think sometimes it's more like i don't i don't know i don't know yeah i, I, I think tiona and i were talking about it the other day because it's a big 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 thing and I don't know. What's your thought? What's your take, man? You're the man. You have a man this. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I ultimately feel that, that, yeah. I, I mean, I bring what I want to bring to my relationship, whether yeah. it's friends or whether it's, it's my marriage, you know? And yeah. 
and and I have to make sure that I'm genuine because if I'm not genuine, people will see right through it. And you know, it's just one of those things where I don't feel I need the to do the things to show my love. You know, there's it yeah. all goes back to that five love languages. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know the 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 most time that I feel connected to my, my wife feels connected to me is when I'm done cleaning the freaking house, right? Like I, I was just going to say, if someone came over and changed my light bulbs, right? I'd be in love with them. You did change right. light bulbs. I do well, love you. Yeah. yeah. You do yeah. love you. You're not in love. I do love you, but no, I mean, I'm serious. If so, if, if I was going to yeah. see a guy and he came over and he said, I'm going to change your air vent. Cause you said it's needs change. And I'm fixing these light bulbs that are out. Well, how long have they been out? Where's the ladder? And he did that, I'd be like, oh, oh my God, yeah. I'm going to do these certain yeah. sexual things to you right now. <laughs> like, I would be done. I would be like, what? What? Can I? Not me, you? not me, not me. No, 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 not Kyle. No. Jen actually knew I had a list when he got here. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I got yeah, a list, yeah. Jen. And she was like, hey, get your list. He's coming down. <laughs> yeah. Well, because when you got you got batteries, when you get right. a man here, you need him to do the stuff you can't do the batteries for. Right. So you got, you got the things. I mean, the reality is. All right. Is... Well, everybody, on that note, we're going to wrap this show up. <laughs> Don't forget to like, subscribe, share. Um, you know, this is the beginning of, of the Phoenix right. Rising series and the, uh, uh, the series of, from of COVID. Tunnel of Lies that we can get more into later on once the legality parts are done. But we want to just at least come on. It's our first live show. Um, as you can see, uh, that, that won't be cut out. <laughs> Because it's a live show. I can't cut it out, but I can't help it. I just had COVID. What do you I want? know, I know. And you're doing great. You're, 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 you didn't even, you when we talked no. to you before, you were really struggling breathing, but so you're doing great. So once yeah. again, uh, Tiffany, go ahead and sign us off. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. I know I've, I've already said that a couple of times. Yeah. You know, go to our store, go to our website, deletefew.com. Uh, look at our merch, look at our t-shirts. Uh, it's all good stuff. So Tiffany, take us away. Everybody, my goal is that you can all learn and grow and actually be able to walk away, um, being able to protect yourself, keep yourself safe and know something about yourself a little bit. And I hope in every episode you learn that. Um, I know we have so much more to open up about and we have so much more to talk about, but the reality is there are so many things you can do to make yourself heal, stand up, go out there. Um, and I don't just mean go talk to somebody. I mean, when I said I have seven coaches, do it, get yourself, get some coaching, figure out where you want to start, figure out what you want to change about yourself. I am a huge believer in hypnotherapy. It will literally change your algorithm of your brain. It will. It's amazing. And, um, yeah, yes, I I get it. What did I start that? The end of August, Kyle? <laughs> was, was that right? Yeah, yeah right? So yeah. You know, I started at the end of August. So my point is, before that, I was still confident in Malfi and all that other stuff. But it did still, it still changed. And you can say, you noticed it immediately. My focus, mm -hmm. my ability being on track. So I'm saying, get, get you guys, like, do this. Okay, ladies, get out there. Men too. Um... I really want you guys to be awesome. I want you guys to get out there and heal yourselves and change your lives. And I want this show to be able to help you. So stay fabulous and continue watching and join us again. <laughs>